0: hello and welcome to weekly mtg it's the first day of time spiral remastered previews we're really excited to be here i'm steve sanu alongside chris peeler that that way hello uh as per usual it's good to be here good to see everybody here on this thursday afternoon evening or morning wherever you may be Uh, we are going to talk about time spiral remastered today it's really exciting it's very very cool lots of things we do have previews today so stay tuned you'll get to see some new cards from the set uh, but first, we have a little bit of news to go over. Uh, first up, if you are into competitive Magic, you can't do any better than League Weekend for Magic the Gathering, called Heim, uh, February 27th and 28th, that's this Saturday and Sunday. Coverage begins 11 a.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. UTC, and 8 a.m. Pacific. So uh, you can watch that live on twitch.tv slash magic, and you can find more details on League Weekend on magic.gg right now. Uh, it's when you yeah, Standard it, has you been
1: tell- just, Standard has just been all kinds of wild nonsense for the past couple of days, so I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, what people are able to do in the format.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun, see uh, all the top pros go up against one another, uh, lots of really cool matchups, lots of, and you can take a look at the leaderboard, see where MPL and rivals are standing and what they need to do in order to pull ahead before the next big competitive event. Uh, next up, we've also got a secret layer on sale right now. It's Black Is Magic, proudly supporting Black Girls Code. Uh, it's on sale right now on secretlayer.magic.com. The sale ends March 31, 2021. So go ahead and get that pre-order in right now. Uh, finally, there is there was one other thing that happened today. Uh, there is a thing that we announced called Universes Beyond. And we're not going to be talking about it all during the stream. We just don't have anything else to say than what's already been revealed. But if you do want more details about it, there is an article on Daily MTG that covers the spread of what we're saying right now. So I'd encourage you to go over there, read it, but we will not be talking anything about universes beyond today. So I know you have questions and your answers will come in time. Mm -hmm. It just won't be on this show. But with that said... we're
1: We're, We're quite a ways away from those products being anywhere close to coming out. And really, we just don't have too much more to share than what's already been said, so.
0: That's right. Uh, So again, direct you to read the article on Daily MTG. It's got a lot of detail there, but we are not going to be answering any questions about universes beyond today. That said, we are going to be answering a lot of questions about Time Spiral Remastered. And to do that, we have a very special guest coming on board. You may recognize him from his incredible YouTube work on Good Morning Magic. It's Gavin Verhey.
2: Hello. Good afternoon, Magic, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> good to talk you.
1: branding
0: yeah whenever whenever you yeah. come on i'm i'm gonna make you say good afternoon magic so that, so that people know that you have a morning show and then sometimes you appear on the afternoon show that's what the show is called right we should rebrand it from weekly mtg to good afternoon magic then we just need good evening
2: magic and we got the whole trifecta ready to go that's what i'm thinking
1: it's called vertical integration right there
0: oh yeah for sure <laughs> Uh, Let's jump right into Time Spiral Remastered. So, Gavin, you know, we've seen you are the product architect for uh, Time Spiral Remastered, and uh, you've had a lot of conversations with the set design team. We're going to talk about set design this week. Gavin is going to come back next week, and we're going to talk about some more product architect y type things, uh, which fit our preview cards a little bit more. But we've seen remastered sets in uh, in digital platforms before, right? We've seen them on Magic the Gathering Arena. We've even, even seen them on Magic Online with stuff like Tempest Remastered. Uh, this is actually the first time a remastered set has shown up in paper. So from a set design standpoint, how does the team start remastering a whole block down into a single set? Yeah, and you know, it's, kind
2: of, it's such a funny story too, Steve, because thinking about our timelines and how they work, we actually started working on Time Spiral Remastered before any of the arena remastered sets existed. So you know, timelines are, are really, really funny like that. Um, but the the idea was we wanted to take a set and distill it, or take a block rather, and distill it down to a single set. So in doing that, we picked a fan favorite block, Time Spiral. It's my, one of my favorite blocks of all time. It might be my favorite block of all time. And we decided to, by, by, to take people who really knew the set well, and then figure out what was going to be the most memorable, enjoyable parts of the set and make sure those were captured here. So all the things you love doing in Time Spiral Block, all the, you know, some of your favorite combos, your favorite decks to draft, all those are gonna be represented in this set. And we wanted to make sure all those were captured. And even though we're distilling three sets down into one, the, the key components of a lot of those strategies are still there. And what we cut was mostly, you know, some of the commons and uncommons that weren't really doing a lot to support the strategy or a few particularly annoying commons and uncommons that were causing some uh, some challenges for the draft format, um, we, we you know cut some of those out there. I'm sure some people can imagine what some of those cards might be. I was, be. I'm not I, gonna, was I was going to say anybody, potentially,
1: but yeah, maybe um, I, I have no idea what green instant or sorcery you could be talking about here. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll find out as previews go on. <laughs> um, so following up on that a little bit. So how is the? Oh, sorry, Gavin have? All right. No, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) People. Yeah. Um. So, how is the design approach for uh, different for a remastered set than it is for something like a standard legal release or even like a master set? Like, especially with like the master's parallel, there's there's definitely some overlap I have to imagine, but for something like this, probably pretty different too.
2: One thing I love about working on master sets or all of reprint sets is it's almost like a puzzle you're trying to solve. Like when you're designing a set from scratch, you have every bit of possibility in front of you, right? You could write any mechanic, any words, anything you wanted on the cards. But when you're working on a reprint set, it's using existing magic pieces. How do you make a brand new set and make it really interesting? And in this case, it was particularly um, a particularly interesting puzzle because all the pieces are very constrained, right? You have this one block to work with plus these 121 cards on this bonus sheet. And how do you make the bonus sheet cards add some new life into the format, make it feel different than before? And how do you look at all three sets in the block and turn it into one cohesive interesting draft set? And so what we did is with the three sets in the block, we make sure that like i said earlier a lot of your favorite archetypes are there the stuff that you know and love is available um for example today in my good morning magic episode i showed off a bunch of rebels and you can once again draft rebels in this set because rebels were a key part of the original time spiral block but with the bonus sheet cards there are a couple fun cards in there that do enable new strategies you weren't able to do in the original time spiral block so a lot of the fun here is it's the set that you know and love and you know if you drafted it before you get all those great fuzzy feelings but every now and then, someone will draft a bonus sheet card that allows you to do something really different and draft a deck that you've never seen before. And that's exactly what I love, right? It's the, the thing that you love with a little bit of a twist, like any good remastered thing should be.
1: Well, Yeah, let's, no, I can imagine I, the... Oh, sorry. Just no, no, the, the please go ahead, Chris. That go bonus, ahead. That that bonus you. sheet adds in there. Um, yeah, because like... The, the bonus sheet is huge, wide. There's all kinds of different cards from throughout history. And some of those are going to be really potent, limited build-arounds. So that's what I'm excited to get my hands on, personally.
0: We may or may not have one of those bonus sheet cards coming up for you later in the show. Uh, but before we get to that, I do want to uh, touch on something you said a little bit earlier, Gavin, which was you were around. A, a lot of us were playing during the original Time Spiral block. And uh, when it debuted, when Time Spiral in particular debuted, uh, it was one of the most, if not the most, complicated Magic sets in the history of the game. I think that might still be true to this day. I think there are some, some sets that you could make the argument for. But uh, how, when, when you have something that has that reputation, right, that reputation of a really high complication ceiling, uh, how did the design team approach keeping things uh, a little more focused in the remastered version of the set?
2: Yeah, when you think of Time Spiral block, I don't know the number off the top of my head. I should have looked it up before the show, but I think it's got 70 something mechanics across the entire block. By the time you factor in individual Future Sight one ofs, Planar Chaos stuff, Time Spiral stuff, Like there is so much going on. And it is easily the most complicated block in all of Magic's history. Um, you know, our strategy for the most part was we're going back to Time Spiral Go nuts, right? You have everything uh, on the table you can go use. If you want to use a flanking card or a, you know, uh, a frenzy card or what have you, go for it. Um, so we didn't take anything off the table. But as we started drilling down into the archetypes that players enjoyed drafting, a lot of those were more focused strategies, right? You have things like the rebel strategy, you have suspend focused decks, you have storm focused decks, all those kinds of things. And some of the extra mechanics, you start just you know, slicing those off here and there. Turns out frenzy wasn't a thing you needed. Um, you know, transfigure wasn't necessarily a thing you needed. And um, so over time, you know, some of that gets cut off. We didn't intentionally leave anything out, but just by by virtue of cutting it down to make it uh, a more structured draft environment, um, we got a little bit more of that, um, that streamlined nature. That said, the format is still plenty complex, and there's still a lot for that experienced player to dig their teeth into. And this is really a set for people who have either been playing for a while now, but never got to play time spiral the first time to go check it out or people who loved it the first time like me to go back and relive it again. Um, because there's enough there to make it once again, all the stuff you love with a bit of a new twist and you get to try it out with, with some new eyes.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, I know that I've only had the opportunity to do time spiral block drafts, like on Midgo, you know, the occasional flashback draft ages ago. Um, so it's really exciting to finally get my hands on this and, you know, be able to like have physical time spiral cards um i might have done like a triple future site event at a gp ages ago but we don't (laughs) yeah we don't don't talk about yeah that we don't talk about that one that was not if you want to talk about complex yeah triple future site that'll that'll do it for you um okay so we talked a little bit about sort of the limited themes of the set uh some original time spiral block and then some of those are obviously going to carry over to remastered but not you know, In different new and exciting ways. So talk to us a little bit about those sort of draft archetypes that we're familiar with or less familiar with uh, coming to Time Spiral Remastered.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, there's a number of them. Um, and it's kind of like a modern day set where every two color combination has a thing you can do, although some are a little more varied than others. And some of the big archetypes you'll see are White Black Rebels. I mentioned that a little bit earlier, but using um, cards like Amru Scout, which I previewed in my video earlier, and a variety of Rebels, plus maybe a fun few twists from, um, that were added into the set. You can draft some pretty cool Rebel stuff. There's um, a Storm deck, of course. Storm was a key part of Time Spiral Block. And while we can't show you any of those cards yet, um, there's, some, there's some fun Storm stuff going on there. Um, And the way you set the Storm decks up is often with Suspend. So you'll um, suspend a bunch bunch of cards and have them all go off on the same turn and then cast a Storm spell, which is really rewarding and super fun to draft. Uh, Another key archetype that you can draft is Madness. So Madness was uh, an archetype in Time Spiral block back in the day, and you can do that again this time around. So those are just a few of the ones that are out there. And, you know, the way that we're we're doing previews this week, and some of you might have noticed, is um, we're going... By colors, right? So today is white preview card day. We're previewing uh, the white cards all today. So some of these other archetypes you won't have seen anything for yet. For example, Madness, not a lot there in terms of of mono white cards, Uh, but it is coming. And um, today you're going to see a lot of stuff, like I said, for Rebels, for example, um, as one of the particular archetypes you can draft.
0: There is another uh, bit of archetypes that we can draft as well. And uh, that brings us to our preview cards that we're going to show you today. So let's talk about preview cards uh we're gonna there so one of the strategies that i remember most fondly in time spiral block was uh was flickering things i really love flickering things and as you know white is a color that has access to flicker fairly often uh one of the flicker cards that i most enjoyed casting in time spiral block was this card momentary blink and we're going to show it right here hasn't changed very much from its uh from its first iteration how's it gavin
2: no, this card is such a delight. And I think this card has basically been a fan favorite ever since it debuted. The fact you get two uses on your on your blink effect, the fact that you can reuse all kinds of awesome entrances, this is battlefield effects. And this is a great example to me of a card that we put in this set because one, it's a fan favorite. Two, there's all kinds of things in the set that it combos with. But three, there's a few cards we put on the bonus sheet that are really awesome with momentary blink. And so you can live out your favorite old dreams plus some new ones. And there definitely is a bit of a blink strategy going on um, that you can draft in blue-white in particular. And you'll see uh, some of their cards here in the second that help facilitate that. Um, but yeah, this card is, is a blast to play. And it's a kind of thing where maybe you've never got, got to play in limited, Maybe you've only played it in Commander or something like that. Well, here you can play it in its kind of original draft format the way that people saw it for the first time. And uh, it is it is a blast. And it's the kind of card that you might play if you're mono-white or you know white-green or something, right, if you're not playing blue. But... If you do have blue in your deck or you can splash for blue man it adds so much um extra power to the card
1: yeah it's not super difficult to find a situation where casting momentary blink once will get you like almost a card's worth of effect or advantage and then being able to flash it back just means you you just get to you just get to go to town uh it's it's a ton of fun the
2: the the things that this kind of card does too i mean it's very subtle but yes it re-triggers enters the battlefield effects but it also prevents a removal spell, right? If they target your thing with a removal spell, you can cast this in response and have it come back. Um, It untaps your creature to give it like pseudo vigilance. So they're attacking, you blink it, it untaps it. There's a lot of little things you can do with this card. And having that instant in your graveyard is terrifying to play against because you always have to think about it. And one thing you'll notice definitely when drafting Time Spiral Block is, um, you know, from a design perspective, after Time Spiral Block, we instituted what was called New World Order. And this came out of Time Spiral Block being such a complicated set. So there's a lot of things in this set that you wouldn't quite see today. A lot of onboard tricks and stuff hiding in graveyards and the kind of things that really experienced players, people who have been playing for a little while, love sinking their teeth into. And Momentary Blink is one such thing that, yeah, you might accidentally walk into if you're not careful. So be paying attention to your opponent's graveyard.
0: Uh, Chris, you want to tell us what the next preview card is? Set it up a little bit.
1: Uh let's see here. So the next preview card we got going up, producer Sean, please get that one ready for us. Um oh man, wait, I need to find our list real quick. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry, folks. I lost the list. Sean, you know, put it up, put it up. We got this.
0: <laughs> we got let's, this.
1: There we go. Good old white main lion. Ah, yeah. Uh 2-2 two, two flash cat. Uh, enters the battlefield, return a creature you control to its owner's hand. Uh sort of a staple. Uh, white common effect but like we were saying before uh just all kinds of weird little things that you can set up and and tricks that you can uh that you can abuse with this one um yeah i mean returning a creature that's you know about to be targeted by a removal spell or you know resetting something that maybe has like a pacifism effect on it or something like that um you know good for uh you know just just tagging all number and manner of things uh and then and then you get a nice little kitty on top of it you know, just, just as a little little extra treat on top.
2: Most things in Time Spiral Block are a reference to something else, or at least in the first, the first set and the second set. And White Main Lion is another, what was called Gating Creature. So Gating debuted in Plane Shift. And uh, there were these creatures that when they came into play, you had to return a creature back to your hand. Um, and it, with the Plane Shift ones, it cared about the color of that card. For example, if you played a green, red Gating card, you would have to return a green or red creature. Well, planar chaos is this kind of alternate take on gating because of course alternate reality is was planar chaos's whole thing where you don't have to worry about color and in fact you can often use it to uh to save a creature either one's been targeted by, by removal spell reuse and enter the battlefield effect all kind of fun stuff to be done here now some things that you might not immediately notice about this card um or one one big thing in particular is it can return itself so you can also use white man yes. line not only to reset pacifisms But to up your storm count, you can just jam it, return it, jam it, return it a few times, you pick up some extra storm. Uh, You can trigger any enters the battlefield effect endless times by just paying two mana to cast it and pick it back up. So this one card gets a lot of play. And in Planar Chaos, there was actually a whole vertical cycle of these with white mainline at common, and then another one at uncommon uh, that that picked up a creature, and then another one dust elemental at rare that had you pick up three creatures. So um, this was a fun little mini theme that showed up in Planar Chaos. And... Time spiral Remastered would not quite feel right without having some of this effect in there. So really happy to get this uh this ability in Time Spiral Remaster.
0: Uh let's talk about another card that's in the similar vein as uh as White Main Lion, a card that I really love in Limited. Uh this is another card that I enjoy in Limited, but it's it's slightly different. Uh, We're going to take a look next at Stonecloaker, a card that many people might recognize. That's right, it's Stonecloaker. It's a gargoyle with uh, with flying and flash as a 3-2. It also has gating uh, in that when it enters the battlefield, you have to return a creature you control to its owner's hand. But when it enters the battlefield, you can also exile a card from a graveyard, which is pretty cool. And, And this is the
2: second card in that vertical cycle I was talking about. So you had in... In Chaos originally, you had White Main Lion at Common and Stone Cloaker at Uncommon as the Uncommon Gating card. And here, you see this really play into the fact that you can return it, it to your hand. Because if you have three mana available, you can cast it, exile a card from a graveyard, and pick it back up. So, this is an interesting card in that you can use it in a lot of different ways. You can either play it as just an aggressive 3-2 flyer, return your 2-drop to your hand, something like that. You can use it as a defensive card to, you know, surprise out of nowhere pick up your creature. Uh, to re- dodge a removal spell or something. Or you can use it to deny all of your opponent's flashback cards or other graveyard shenanigans they might be having. And there's a very interesting counterplay between these things. For example, once you have played it once from your hand and then returned it to your hand to exile a card from your from a graveyard, then your opponent knows that, that you have it. So it's not as effective anymore as a combat trick. So there's a lot of interesting decisions to be made with this one card and kind of shows that uh, the number of axes you can, you can play this card on.
0: Yeah, and uh, remind. Rem, correct me if I'm wrong, Gavin, but this card actually saw some play in Standard back in the day, right? It
2: absolutely did. Yeah, it was a great uh, a great sideboard card uh, to both, once again, hit graveyards and be able to keep coming back over and over again, but also in white mirrors to be able to protect your creatures. Um, one interesting thing, too, about this time around is, of course, it's Time Spiral, but all the rules are modern-day rules. So back in Time Spiral originally, you had damage on the stack, which... Um, Allowed for another dimension of play to these cards, but no damage on the stack this time around. And frankly, it's a lot cleaner when you play with them. Mm-hmm. There's no longer this like very silly have my creature assign its damage to your thing, but before it dies, return it back to my hand, right? That's not a thing this time around. So you gotta yeah, play them a little more fair and get a little more creative. Because that was that was easy mode. That was easy mode with Stonecloak <laughs> and Lightning and Lion.
0: Now you gotta actually uh, work the world we're living way. in when damage on the stack was easy mode. <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, right. no. uh, yeah. I mean and and the wild thing is like just how effective and powerful these cards are and how many different tricks and and play lines they enable without something as crazy good as damage on the stack tricks right you know like there's the it's just the the different branching pathways of decisions you can make with a limited environment like this are it's a lot
2: but but you know it it cuts both ways right you have to be careful because if you play your stone cloak or white mane lion and they kill off it while it's on the battlefield and it's triggers on the stack, or they kill off your other creature, you might have to like return something you didn't want to return and it could totally decimate your board. So um yeah, you gotta be really careful with that one. And that once again
0: allows for really great counterplay between the two players. So this next card, uh we're going to play a little bit of a game here. It's uh, This is, I think, the first card that we've revealed definitely on our stream uh, that actually has mm-hmm. new art. So we're going to show you the art first yeah. and give you a couple of seconds to guess which card it is, given that we've we've seen a lot of the thematically related cards so far. Uh, hopefully it won't take chat too long to get it. But producer Sean, let's go ahead and throw up that art there.
2: Yeah, and I'll tell a fun little story, which is, so for Time Spiral Remastered, we mostly wanted to keep the art from the original set. Um, but there are a couple of places where we deviated. And one place where we deviated is when we could show off uh, a popular story character or popular story moment in a cool new way or give them a cool new personality and perspective and as the chat is very quickly nailed this is indeed mangara of corridor and the original art you know it's fine it's totally solid nothing wrong with it but here you see mangara a lot more regally You, you see you know them really standing up they're not just you know cowering under a lightning bolt anymore and um yeah, so really happy to get this, especially because it gets played in other formats. Like this sees legacy play as well. It's a possible uh, commander you can use. And one of the best things you can do with it are those enter the battlefield, uh, return something to your hand shenanigans that we just saw with Stone Cloaker and White Mane Lion. Because you can activate Mangara, trigger on the stack, target something, play a White Mane Lion or Momentary Blink or a Stone Cloaker, return Mangara to your hand, and Mangara is not exiled, but exiling their thing still goes off. And this was super fun to build around in Original Time Spiral
0: yeah this is yeah, uh right. as chad has identified this is an old death and taxes card as well uh this is an okay. excellent excellent card it sees play in i've seen it see playing commander i've seen it in you know select eternal formats uh really really cool effect especially when you have that flicker strategy on board
1: yeah i have fond memories of uh Mengara in particular when i was first getting into the game uh the guy who sort of taught me how to play um had sort of this combination solar flare reanimator blink deck that would just utilize mangara and uh momentary blink alongside things like angel of desolation i think was the uh the original guild pact angel with that etb sort of like vindicate effect uh so yeah angel despair yeah angel despair thank you um yeah just like pulling stuff out of the graveyard blinking constantly and just like slowly taking out all the the key permanents on your opponent's side of things um so happy to see Mangara again, although hopefully on my side and not on the other side of the table.
0: Well, that's not all. You'd think that would be all, I, since it's a but there's more. We have more. Uh we're gonna hey. show this next card because it didn't uh it didn't quite fit in with the rest of uh that Mangara blink strategy, but it does still have a thematic resonance with the other cards that we showed. Uh let's go ahead and put it up on the screen. It's Stormfront Riders.
2: Yeah, so this is a very interesting card, and this is another card in that category, and it's quite unusual, because once again, you can play this in a few different ways. You can jam it down as a five-mana creature, pick up two other creatures, make some tokens, and leave your Stormfront Riders in play. Or, more classically, you can play it and return itself and something else to make some tokens, and you can just keep playing your Stormfront Riders every single turn. So you have to kind of decide if you want to have the 4-3 flyer now and uh, just cash it in right away, Or if you want to, um, you know, slowly accrue tokens over time. I'll note that even even on its own, with no other creatures in play, it can still, over time, grind you out additional creature tokens. Because you play it, you return it to your hand, you get a token. Next time, you play it, you return it and a token to your hand, you get two tokens, and so on and so forth. Now, one interesting thing about Stormfront Riders, and this also applies to the Momentary Blink, Stone Cloaker, White Mane Lion, so we talked a lot about its synergy with Mang- Mangara, which you do need the instant speed for, and Stormfront Riders can't do. But there are a lot of other cards in the set that have just plain enters the battlefield effects, or um, you know have things you might want to, want to recast again that work well with this. And so you can both play the blue-white blinky strategy, as we saw with Momentary Blink, but you can also do this in white-green, white-red. There's a lot of different ways you can interact. Um, you can interact with this card, and um, one of the hallmarks to me of Time Spiral is how interconnected a lot of the pieces are and how you can use um, different cards in different strategies. And Sorcerer Riders and its ilk are, to me, great examples of just that.
0: Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Yeah. Uh, so I did say that we have one card from the, but would it be fair to call the bonus sheet a time shifted sheet this time around, Gavin? I, I think I, I would call it a time shifted sheet. I think technically <laughs> it's called the bonus sheet, but time shifted works for me. <laughs> We do have, we're not we do have a anybody. card. Yeah, right? It's it's not like this yeah. is streamed live or anything. The uh, No. We do have one more preview card for you. It is a card that is on that bonus sheet, uh, or if you prefer, time-shifted sheet, that uh, was has only ever been printed in the modern frame, but has never been printed in the uh, pre-8th edition frame. So we're going to show that to you momentarily. Uh, but I also want to, before we do that, talk a little bit about... The set as a whole. Uh, This set is releasing on March 19. There will also not only will be releasing in uh, in stores on tabletop. It'll also be releasing on Magic The Gathering online. So if you would like to get a draft on with uh, with the internet people, you can do that. Uh, Additionally, the uh, all of the cards in the set are reprints. Uh, All of the cards that are in the Modern frame were originally in Time Spiral block. That means Time Spiral. Planner Chaos, and Future Sight, and all of the cards that are on the bonus sheet uh, were not in Time Spiral originally. Is that correct, Gavin? Yes, that's and correct. And all of the cards and on that, that bonus sheet, sheet cards... will show up in the retro frame, which is the coolest part.
2: Yes, and none of the bonus sheet cards from original Time Spiral are here. right? So we basically swapped bonus sheets was kind of the idea there. Um, so you won't find Jasmine Boreal or anything like that peeking out from <laughs> inside of your booster wrapper.
0: All right. Well, as you as you all might have noticed, today is White Preview Day. It's the preview for all the white cards in the set. That's why you've been seeing so many of them on the internet and on our stream today. Uh, we're going to go ahead and show you the final preview card that we have today. Uh, this is a card that I really love personally. Let's go ahead and put it up there.
1: Hey, it's Palace jailer, yeah. but
0: in the retro frame. First available in Conspiracy, Take the Crown. Right? Yeah.
1: Correct. First conspiracy yeah. Set.
0: Um, oh, first Conspiracy this set. Looks That's like- right. Uh,
2: the, the, it's, it's conspiracy Take the Crown is where this card first right. debuted, and um, it you know the art. Some pieces of art fit so well in this old frame, right? And this is one I see, and it looks like it's straight out of like Homelands or Fallen Empires or something like that, right? Like it, it just totally meshes together so well. And um this is a card that sees some Legacy play for sure. I've just had it see, see Commander play, and um, it's the first instance of the Monarch showing up in the old frame. Now, this is one of the things I was talking about earlier, where You'll have all your old favorite friends that you know from Time Spiral Block, but you also have a few new tricks. You've never flickered a Palace Jailer before, but let me tell you, taking back the, back the Monarch that way is really good because you'll draw a card every single turn that you're the Monarch. You've also maybe never drafted a deck that, that you know, is like White Weenie, low, uh, low to the ground, plays Palace Jailer, exiles their stuff, and then draws a bunch of cards off Monarch every turn in Time Spiral, but you can draft that here. So it both... Um, you know, emphasizes uh, further some archetypes that have been good in Time Spiral in the past, but also allows for a little bit of new stuff to exist. So this is a great one to pick up with your White Man line or your Stone Cloaker or Momentary Blink Away. And I know there's a lot of Legacy players will be happy to get their hands on this or just, you know, fans of Monarch for um, formats like Commander. So really happy to put this one here. And it also, to me, um shows off the range of these time-shifted cards, of the these cards on this bonus sheet, right? We saw... It's not just stuff from mainline booster sets. There's stuff from conspiracy in here, and there's there's some pretty weird cards on this list. Um, so uh, Palace Jailer is one that's yeah, kind of an oddball from conspiracy, but so happy to be able to get in here.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm a huge fan of this card. Like, it, even like even all the way up to you know, sort of like a cube staple playable in my mind. You know, like the added bonus of just being able to like kick back and accrue advantage while also disrupting what your opponent's doing. Um, it's, it's a good time. Palace Jailer's good.
0: I'm a big fan of that garden cube as well. If you've never uh, restoration angel, like you can do it in commander too. It just, I think it feels better and limited to do it. Uh, but if you've never yeah. cast a restoration angel targeting uh, your palace jailer, Oh man, are you missing out? <laughs> are you missing and, out? And previewed earlier today, by the way, is
2: restoration angel in the old card frame so uh speaking of blink shenanigans that is yet another card you can get and once again exactly what i'm talking about where you can blink things in ways you've never tried doing it before um fun part part of palace jailer too is that the effect ends not when the jailer leaves the battlefield but when you stop being the monarch so even if they kill off the jailer their thing will still
0: stay exiled until they can deal damage to you which you can make pretty hard sometimes Gavin, I do, uh, we're going to talk about this a lot more next week, but I do want to address potentially some questions that might come up about how you can get these amazing uh, retro frame cards in Time Spiral Remastered. Uh, How often do they occur? Where where can you get them? Like, tell, give us, give us the whole story here. Yeah, absolutely. So
2: the, you know, let's kind of tell some of the background because I think the story is pretty fun. And one of the things for me, that's fun about Time Spiral is the history, right? There's so much history in this set. So when Time Spiral, the original set, came out uh, back in 2007, I think, um, there, it was a normal set, you know, uh, or as normal as any set with a million mechanics can be, except <laughs> one slot in every booster pack had an old card frame card in it. And these were cards from Magic's history, and they've ranged from you know, top, top shelf cards that people knew very well to cards like Spitting Slug or Uncle Istvan or you know, Celestial Dawn, some really fun oddballs. And there's very really much, a, a wide mix <laughs> of everything there. Um, even cards, uh, like Dragonstorm, which were, uh, you know, hilariously at the time, like, Oh, this is the storm card that never did anything. Ha ha ha. We'll put it on the sheet. Well, it broke standard for a year and a half. So oops. Um, but, uh, so a really wide range of things showed up on that sheet and it was kind of meant to be cards that were memorable. And you would look at them and be like, I have a fond memory associated with this. There's something about this that really speaks to me. I remember casting tribal flames with domain or, or things like that. Well, that was a huge hit at the time. And it was this moment that, as a Magic player playing then, I will always remember of getting these old card frame cards in my hands, playing with cards I had either heard about and maybe never played before or had fond memories of again. Uh, Mystic Snake, right, getting to play that again was huge for me. That's one of my favorite Magic cards ever. So this time around with Time Spiral Remastered, the idea was let's just do the same thing, but with a whole new bonus sheet and cards that have never appeared in the old card frame before. Because for years I've had players asking me can we ever see the old card frame again? And it took a lot of work and a lot of effort to unlock and be able to use that frame again. But big hats off to our production team for making it happen. And so the long and the short of it is in every single pack of Time Sprawl Remastered, there will be one old frame bonus sheet time shifted card. They all drop at equivalent rarities. So you're you know as equally likely to open any of them. And they're totally playable in the draft format. So when you crack one open, um, you know, It's going to create kind of an unusual experience because these things don't show up very much right you you know you would do an eight player draft you're not opening up all 121 of them in that in that draft it'll take you several drafts to see the same card appear so it allows for a lot of um, fun variants um in your draft and gameplay which is really really cool Uh, a popular question is can you get them in foils and what will the foils look like they do have the shooting star there you can get them in foil they have the shooting star like the old foils do on them which is really, really cool. Um, and that's something we wanted to try and replicate as closely as we possibly could. So once again, big hats off to our production team uh for making that happen. Um and
1: I can't wait for you to get them in your
2: hands.
0: It's yeah, gonna be no, really great. I've
1: had the chance. Oh yeah, I've had the chance to no, no, go hold go. one of the yeah, one of the foils in my hands. Um I won't say what red card, but it's a red card that's near and dear to my heart. And uh yeah, they look stunning in person. They're just just a real treat. So looking forward to seeing people get their hands on them i know the other uh the other week i think it was pascal maynard who tweeted just like holding up the uh the cranial plating that got added to the list um i think that was what called set boosters yeah that got added to the list and people were freaking out seeing that in the wild and uh yeah they haven't even seen anything yet it's gonna get way cooler before it's over
2: <laughs> yeah for sure there, there was um a- there's a the card that you're referencing, Chris, which I will not speak of, but it is a red card. Mm-hmm. And I got a stack of cards to my desk to show around the office to get people excited about it. And everyone wanted to come over and over take a look at them, right? And Chris, you saw it. A number of other people saw it. Mm-hmm. And one of the big points of feedback I got from everyone one was, wow, this old artifact frame looks so good on some of these modern artifacts. So we actually, from a design perspective, tweaked the set to get a few more um, cool, popular artifacts in there because it just looks so good um, with a lot of these um a lot of these cards so yes legacy players modern players there's some fun stuff in there for you
0: yeah there's going to be a lot going on here Uh, i do want to address uh we'll get to q a in just a second so if you have some questions that we uh we're going to be able to answer please do put them in the chat uh the legal the legality of these cards all of the cards that are in that are not on the bonus sheet uh if they are not banned are legal and modern because time spiral itself was a modern legal set uh the bonus sheet all of the cards that are on there will be legal in formats that they are already legal in uh, this printing and time spiral remastered will not add any new legalities to any of those cards. Uh, right. So yeah, lots, uh, lots going on, lots going on. Uh, of note, this will be on Magic the Gathering online, but not on Magic the Gathering Arena. So if you want to play online, it's great. Uh, check out Magic the Gathering online and uh, yeah. That'll be that's that's where it's gonna be. And it will only be available in draft boosters. There will be no collector boosters or set boosters for Time Spiral Remastered, only draft boosters.
2: Yep. Yeah, you mentioned the formats there a moment ago, Steve, and I think that's a really good call out. When we were selecting the cards for this bonus sheet, we looked across a very wide range of magic formats to try and pick cards that would, you know, that'd be a little something for everybody, to the point of even putting cards in here that are standard legal currently because it'd be really cool to have some old card frame cards show up in standard. And earlier today, Banishing Light was previewed, right? And that's a currently standard legal card that you could take and put into your standard deck with the old card frame, which is, you know, it warms my heart a little bit that people can uh, go and use that. And, we, you know, I previewed Thraben Inspector this morning, which in addition to being like a cube staple is a pauper card. And it's really awesome to give uh, that community a, a card to play with. So, yeah, there's stuff all across formats. You know, you've seen Shalos of the Void is a card that we previewed. That's a big one for eternal formats. All the way to relentless rats or for the person who wants to build their 60 relentless rat commander deck right so a lot of fun stuff um and yeah these are just things we've shown off already lots more good stuff left to come
1: yeah it wouldn't be a set celebrating magic's history unless we could get relentless rats in there somewhere just because you know that there's always one there's always that one person you know that is that is rocking the 32 rats deck uh so happy happy to see old relentless rats coming back
0: Let's see here. Looking for questions that we can actually answer. Uh, Gavin, are there any rarity shifts in Time Spiral Remastered? Do you know that off the top of your head?
2: Yes, there are rarity shifts. There are some cards that have moved rarities around. Um, I don't know all of them off the top of my head. But yes, there are some rarity shifts. Um, I mean, just in general, one thing that is true is Time Spiral Remastered has Mythic Rares and we didn't have that back in original time spiral so that's one thing that exists here but you know if common and uncommon stuff's got shifted around and um i believe there are some downshifts for Popper players i i actually haven't looked a hundred percent but i believe there are so um yeah i guess Popper players uh, keep your eyes open if nothing else i know there's some cards on the bonus sheet for you thraven inspector is not the only one
0: uh let's see will they have a box topper when buying a booster box there are no box toppers in times power remastered but there is a buy a box promotional card, which is uh, Lotus Bloom, and that card uh, was shown a while back, you should inquire at your friendly local game store to see uh, whether or not you're going to be able to get one of those. Let's see
2: here. Fun fact about that Lotus Bloom is it uses this Christopher Rush artwork that's really cool. Um, It was the Lotus Bloom was the pre-release card for the original Time Spiral set. So this time around, we thought it would be a great homage to use that low spoon pre-release card as a pre-release card here again, but in the old card frame. And it is the only card from Time Spiral block which appears in the old card frame among everything in this product.
0: Let's see, another question. If you could remaster another block, what block would you remaster? You know,
2: we'll get into this a little bit more next week, I think, when I talk about architecture um, and how that influenced the set. But my, my hope is that we can do a lot more of these. And if this set is successful, we can continually make this happen because we spend so much time making these awesome draft experiences that after they're gone, a lot of players will never get the chance to play again. And I love this draft format, but I talked to to people who have even been playing for 10 years now, and they'll say they've never played this set. And it's like, wow, they should have the chance to do that. So there's a lot of sets on my short list. um, And uh, I'm not gonna say quite what they are yet, but I would love to know for all of you, what sets you would like to see, because that will help inform what we do in the future Provided this is a success. And of course, if you want to see more remastered sets, definitely pick up Times Brawl Remastered because that will help make that happen.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a, a question. Tweet or a message our way for future remastered sets and what you're looking to see. We are always watching and reading and happy to take in that kind of feedback.
0: Uh, people are asking a little bit of questions about the foils on the bonus sheet and sort of what the foiling is like, um, mostly in that. Uh, we know that the foils that we do now have a lot of uh, a lot of spot foiling on the on the image, whereas older foils didn't maybe have as much of that. Um Can you talk a little bit about what they what they look like and what the foiling process was like for that, Gavin?
2: Yes, um, so the, one of the things that uh, we work with our production team very closely on is we wanted to make sure that that these cards were as authentic as possible to the older versions of the cards, and so they tried their best to match what the older foiling treatments were like now um i don't have any here unfortunately to show you because my, my product hasn't shown up yet um but uh you know i know they put a lot of work into making that happen and um you know when when the set comes out you'll get to see what it's like for yourself but we wanted to replicate that old feeling you know with the shooting star at the bottom of the card and having that be foil um and uh, yeah it does feel a lot like the older foils um which uh, so I, I love question. a lot um it means a lot to me yeah
1: uh, saw a question in chat here about whether or not Squire made the cut, and uh, no, and we can confirm that categorically, because uh, the bonus sheet from Time's Power Remastered, only cards that have not been printed in the pre-8th edition frame before, uh, so Squire, having been around forever, didn't didn't make the cut. I mean, otherwise, it's, it's a perfectly reasonable 1-2 two for 2, and would be a great addition to any limited deck, uh, but yeah, no, didn't make the cut this time.
2: Yeah, there's, there's no cards that have already been in the old card frame. And, you know, a lot of people have been asking me questions like, man, I would have loved to see an Urzatron or something like that with the new art in the old frame. And I, I totally appreciate that. I feel you on all this. But, you know, we had, as a, as a design group, we had 121 slots to spend on old card frame cards. And it seemed like putting any that had already been in the old card frame ahead of those which had never been in the old card frame it was not the right way to go. So we wanted to make sure to give people who wanted to be able to play their decks on the old card frame or things like that, the chance to do so. Um, my hope is, I mean, and the public reaction so far to this has been extremely popular. So my hope is definitely that you will see more old card frame uh, stuff in the future. Um, so uh, my hope is this will this not, not be the last of it. Um, but yes, Squire is, is not eligible for that reason. I will say that, um, I'm not going to say any card names. I will say that there is one card on the bonus sheet, which is I think the worst one and most people agree with it but it's very charming and some people will definitely want to own it so um i'll let you guess what what that is but it's extremely charming and it made me smile every time i saw it um and you will see it on the last day of previews
1: so
0: a lot of people asking about some magic the gathering arena updates i don't have any updates for you right now uh but know that there will be more information about what's coming in arena soon Uh, I just don't have a date for you. So for those of you asking about the state again for February, I don't have a date for you, I'm sorry. Uh, Let's see here. Uh,
1: I think I saw a question here, Gavin. You confirmed in your video this morning, I think, about uh, the bonus sheet and planeswalkers, right? Yeah,
2: so last week I I confirmed this, there are no planeswalkers on the bonus sheet. So there's no old frame planeswalkers in this set. Um, you know, we, we did talk about it as an option, and there were a number of reasons why we ultimately did not go down that path. And I think that if we do more old frame cards in the, in the future, Planeswalkers are definitely on the table. But part of this experience is recapturing the old feeling of playing with Time Spiral, and Planeswalkers didn't exist with Time Spiral around. So that was one thing that we were like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe we won't, won't touch it this time around. So you won't find Planeswalkers here, um, but not off the table for the future. I know that uh, it's a very popular request. so.
0: Uh, people are asking you. about basic lands in Time Spiral Remastered. Is that something that's going to be showing up in uh, in Draft Boosters, Gavin?
2: There are no basic lands in Time Spiral Remastered. So, um, th- you know, simple as that. When you see that, 289 in the bottom plus the 121, those are all, or all non-basic land cards. So um, lots of, lots of j- goodness jam-packed in the set for you. As much as I would love to get the Thunderbolt Island, uh, I felt a little <laughs> self-serving to put it in there just for me.
1: Uh, seeing another question about uh, any gold cards in the old frame, I will say yes. There are there are going to be multicolor gold cards in the old frame, and they are sick. Oh yeah,
2: we got we got gold cards, we got legends, we got artifacts, we got lands. We we, we got the whole smorgasbord for you. So, and once again, the way mm-hmm. the previews are working is we're doing a color a day, right? So white, blue, black, red, green in that order, and then on the last day we've got artifacts, lands, and multicolored all bunched together. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Previews will start today and run for a week.
0: Um, Okay. I think that's getting to the end of cards that we can, uh, sorry, not cards, questions that we can answer. Uh, For those of, so I'm going to do a sort of a roundup here at the end. We're going to run through all of the cards that we previewed today one more time. We're going to have our producer run through those graphics. Sean, if you would go ahead and pull up the graphic for Momentary Blink. And then we'll go ahead and transition over to White Main Lion.
1: That card that I super remembered right off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> uh, here's Stone Cloaker. And with brand new art, Mangara of Korondor.
2: Awesome. I, I love this one so much.
0: Yeah, and you'll know, so by the good. way, it's
2: not just brand new art. It also has that legendary frame, right? It's got That's the new right. legendary frame that with Dominaria and can finally have its regal
0: glory. And then we've got Stormfront Riders. And for those of you that were very excited about the bonus sheet, we've got Palace Jailer in the retro frame for the first time. So those are the... Cards that we revealed today, that's a little bit of a a moose boosh for Time Spiral Block, if you will. Uh, We're very excited about the cards that are going to be coming out throughout the week. I definitely suggest that you pay attention to the different content creators for Magic that you love, as well as uh, some of the news outlets that you go to for your Magic news. They should have a lot of previews coming for you later on today. Uh, I did cover this at the top. I see some questions in the chat about the Universes Beyond announcement made today. I don't have any other information for you on that. Uh, if you're looking for more, please check out the Daily MTG article that was published this morning. That's all we're going to be talking about for now. We'll have more to share as those products get closer to uh, us being able to talk about them.
1: So quick, let's Steve, see um, here. Yes. Uh, yeah. And if uh, you check out Daily MTG, we also have the where to find times are all remastered previews. So you can even look uh, specifically for different dates and times from creators and outlets all across the community uh, to see when those preview cards are coming. So Get your bookmarks ready, refresh that page often, and uh, go give some support and love to all the kind of great folks in the Magic community that are going to be sharing previews over the next week.
0: For sure. Uh, yeah, again, Time Spot Remastered comes out March 19. We're going to be back next week. Gavin's going to be back next week, and he's going to talk to us a little bit more about uh, the development of the product as opposed to the development of the set. So we'll get into what makes a remastered set, uh, You know how it is that these products start from an idea all the way up to execution it's going to be a really fun show uh and if there's anything else that you have questions about you've got the guy who runs the twitter account right in the middle here chris peeler he's watching your comments on twitter he's reading them he's getting them back to the people that need to see them so uh you can tweet at wizards magic for any feedback or anything that you have and we'll we'll be happy to take a look at it uh, that's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for coming along on Daily DailyMG. Special thanks to Gavin Verhey, as always. Uh, thanks to my co-host, Chris Peeler. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate you.
1: Yeah, thanks. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, and we are going to be and done for the day. Sorry, go ahead, Gavin.
2: Yeah. I'll I just want to say, you know, thanks to all of you. Like, I'll talk about this more next week, but I think it's important for that I say this also. This set exists because of you. Like, I've gotten requests for so long about both doing old draft sets again, and doing the old card frame again that i was so happy to bring this to life but it wouldn't have been possible without all the feedback you send in and all the great fans of magic letting us know is the thing that, that you wanted so really all your feedback means a lot and thank you um for, for sending that all in so something like, like this can
0: happen and i hope you enjoy the set that's all really appreciate all of you coming along today thanks again to gavin and chris and we will see you next week